Welcome, welcome to the kitchen table. This is Arctic Eric, and you have found the podcast Fika with Arctic Eric. Yep, Fika, that freedom that you and I as believers in the Lord Jesus Christ, that freedom we have to know him more deeply, more personally, more richly, moment by moment and day by day. Experience him in scripture. To hear his voice, that freedom to follow him and that freedom to share him with others. I'm really looking forward to these coming chats here at the kitchen table. It's a subject that uh, is very near and dear to my heart, and that is 50 things the Holy Spirit does. 50 things that that wonderful Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit, also referred to as the Spirit of Jesus, the Spirit of Jesus Christ, and the Spirit of Grace, the one self-same Holy Spirit, 50 things that He does. And why is that important for us in our walk with the Lord? Well, as we know what He desires to do, we can, for the first part, yield to Him, submit our will to His will, to what He has revealed in Scripture, that he desires to do, has done, or will do. And on the other side, we don't find ourselves trying to do those things that the Holy Spirit has been assigned to do. It allows us to walk in a freedom from trying to, quote, make it happen when it's something that someone else is going to do, and that someone else is the person of the Holy Spirit on the inside of you that moment you believed in your heart that God raised Christ Jesus from the dead. At that moment, you became right with God. You became born again. The Spirit of God dwells in you because of that. You have become the temple of the Holy Spirit. And the first fruit of that conversion, of that experience, is that you can freely confess that Jesus Christ is your Lord. By the way, these 50 things aren't in any particular order. They probably could be, but they're not. So I'll just take them as I have them here listed. And it's going to be interesting to see how many chats it's going to take here at the kitchen table to be able to go through these 50 things the Holy Spirit does. Well, here we are, part 19.47. He, the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of God, casts out demons. We're going to look at Matthew chapter 12, beginning at verse 22. Then a blind and dumb man under the power of a demon was brought to Jesus, and Jesus cured him. Jesus healed him so that the blind and dumb man both spoke and saw. And all the crowds of people were stunned with bewildered wonder. They were amazed and said, This cannot be the son of David, can it? But the Pharisees, hearing it, said, This man drives out demons only by and with the help of Beelzebub, the prince of demons. And knowing their thoughts, Jesus said to them, Any kingdom that is divided against itself is being brought to desolation and laid waste. And no city or house divided against itself will last or continue to stand. 
And if Satan drives out Satan, he has become divided against himself and disunified. How then will his kingdom last or continue to stand? And if I drive out demons by the help of Beelzebub, by whose help do your sons drive them out? For this reason they shall be your judges. Verse 28, But if it is by the Spirit of God that I drive out demons, then the kingdom of God has come upon you before you expected it. When it comes to this subject, this topic of casting out demons, I've done quite an extensive podcast series on them, and you're welcome to listen to them. I just want to lift out a couple of things that I go into detail in the podcast series, but it is the difference between deliverance, casting out demons, and an exorcism. So if you're interested in that, please again listen to the series. Listen, the, the manifestation of the kingdom is that people get free. They not only get saved, but they get delivered. And it is done how? By the Spirit of God. It is a kingdom manifestation here on earth. You know, we pray, Lord, let your kingdom come. And of course, the kingdom is both here and coming. So what an exciting time we live in when the Spirit of God brings deliverance, brings freedom to those who are held captive under the sway of demon powers. It's a, a certain reality. Point 48, the Holy Spirit brings things to our remembrance. John chapter 14, beginning at verse 23. Jesus answered, if anyone really loves me, he will keep my word, he will obey my word, he will obey my teaching, and my Father will love him and we will come to him and make our dwelling, make our home, make our dwelling place with him. One who does not really love me does not keep my words, obey my words, observe my words. And the word, his teachings, which you hear is not mine, but it is the Father who sent me. I have told you these things while I'm still with you. Verse 26. But the helper, the comforter, the advocate, the intercessor, the counselor, strengthener, and standby, whom the Father will send in my name, in my place, to represent me and act on my behalf, he will teach you all things, and he will help you to remember everything that I have told you. Well, let's look at this a little bit. Of course, obedience is an important part of our walk with the Lord. To know that Jesus saves doesn't save you. To quote Bible verses about the promises of salvation doesn't save you. To be able to explain the cross and the resurrection and the new birth and the new life, those things do not save you. What is it that saves you? Obedience to believe. Yes, faith in Jesus Christ. And what happens then? The helper comes to you because we need help. Look at all the things that this Holy Spirit, this Spirit of Jesus Christ, the Spirit of God who dwells in you, 
Let's look at some of the other names for him. A comforter, the advocate, he represents you. You're innocent because of your faith in Jesus Christ. You're right with God through faith. He intercedes for you. He's your counselor through scripture. He strengthens you because he dwells in you and he's at your side continually. But let's look. It says the father will send him. We know that he came. Pentecost has come. He says he'll send him in my name, in my place to represent me and act on my behalf. Has that not been a thread of what we're looking at here with these 50 things the Holy Spirit does? The Holy Spirit will represent Christ, and the Holy Spirit will act on his behalf for you, in you, and through you to others. He will teach you, and the things he will bring to your remembrance are the things he, the Holy Spirit, has revealed to you about the Christ in Scripture. That's right. His primary function is not to bring to your remembrance preachings you've heard, but to bring to your remembrance those wonderful, glorious revelations of the person of Jesus Christ that are seen by the Holy Spirit in the Scriptures. And as we spend time in the scripture, then his dwelling place within us, it increases because we decrease. And his thoughts, his rulership, his reigning, his control in obedience to him, they grow in our life so that he dwells in us more richly in that daily, intimate, personal relationship that God desires with each of us through faith in Christ, enabled and made possible by the inner dwelling person of the Holy Spirit. So today, let this comforter, counselor, helper, intercessor, advocate, strengthener, and stand by the Holy Spirit that has been sent to you and dwells in you as you believe, let him begin to reveal great things about Christ in Scripture and about God in Scripture and even about himself in Scripture. Listen, you might want to look at John chapters 12, 13, and 14 to dig into more about that marvelous person of the Holy Spirit. Well, thanks for being here. Let me pray for you. May God today enrich your life in ways beyond your expectation. In Jesus' name I pray. Good day.